If you're gonna go stick your head in the sand like that, get out of the sport. Mike Coppinger. Creating a huge mess. It's absurd. No, you're wrong. So, this, the only, seems the like only a cash grab. You need to turn up and you need to be on it. We just started going at it. You gotta go eat. The Pug and Cop Boxing Show on The Athletic. Hey everyone, this is Mike Coppinger. I am here in Dallas, Texas for the Canelo Alvarez Billy Joe Saunders fight. It's been a wild fight week. We have the Gypsy King Tyson Fury running around yelling at Canelo, yelling at anybody associated with Alvarez. And it's making the fight week a lot of fun. This is the biggest fight since Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. And it's really the biggest fight since the pandemic started. So it's great to have fans back. We had a wild weigh-in scene today with 5,000 plus. And I'm sorry I missed everyone earlier this week, but I was replaced by the nice and awesome Latin snake Sergio Moore. So the show was in good hands. I'm in Dallas now. I was moving and then I'll be in Miami, my new home next week when I when we catch you next time. But... Lance, real quick now, I want to jump right into the weigh-in. What were your takeaways, if anything? I thought, I think, you know, Billy Joe's bringing the best out of Canelo, really bringing the personality out of him. We saw Canelo, as they walked away on the stage, Canelo was kind of not, you know, nodding dismissively at him, shaking his head and laughing at him. And Billy Joe's in great shape, finally, for once. Canelo, though, he's a tank at 168. I mean, that guy looks like a bulldozer. What's your takeaway? Look, I mean, I think that Canelo, as we know, Mike, is the number one pound-for-pound um, pound fighter in the world. And I think, you know, it's it's obvious that a lot of fighters respect the hell out of this guy. But I love what Billy Joe's doing. I mean, I think you've got to take this tactic. And you had a good story today on The Athletic that you posted talking about, you know, him trying to get under Canelo's skin. And it's a great thing to do. Look, let's see how this it, – It's at least it's a change of pace. Let's see how this guy operates in the ring if he's, you know, got this, I want to kill you type mindset. And clearly, you know, uh, on that first day when they walked in and, and those guys had words, uh, Billy Joe has succeeded. And, and even today, you know, like when they were doing the weigh in, he held up that number one finger, like I'm going to, I'm the king at 168. And Canelo, you know, very, <laughs> very seriously, you know, grimace, like, no, no, no. So, um, look, I think it's, it's something that hasn't been done for a long time. I can remember Floyd Mayweather. Uh, making a big point of telling Canelo that, you know, look, I I, I played you. I got you to uh, cut a lot of weight, and now you're uncomfortable for this fight. And Canelo had to answer that. And now he has to answer the the uh, sharp tongue of Billy Joe Saunders, so it's very enjoyable. And look, like you said, I mean, what's it been like out there for you when you've got not just Billy Joe, but Tyson Fury on his side also, um, you know, c- carrying some of the message that's going on? Yeah, Lance, there's been a whole lot of characters here. We have Eddie Hearn, of course, the ringleader of the circus, Canelo Alvarez is more outspoken than ever here. Billy Joe Saunders yelling at people, and Fury really is the engine here. Uh, he's been great, though. I mean, I was sitting with Adam Kovnatsky, the heavyweight contender, earlier today, uh, drinking my coffee, and Fury walked over to Adam, and he goes, Hey, man, you fought on my undercard back in 2013 when I knocked out Steve Cunningham. Great to see you. And he was like, You know, when you lose your weight, don't lose too much. Because Andy Ruiz lost too much and it didn't suit him well. And that was, that was Fury's take. But, you know, mm. Fury's really a man about town around here. He's takes that photos of every fan. He does every interview. He's in great, great spirits. And look, I think it's great that he's supporting. Look, Fury's a big star. I think it's great he's supporting his good buddy, Billy Joe Saunders, because not everyone would do that, especially when you're a star of Fury's magnitude. And he's making himself very available and being out there and. I think, like yeah. you said, he's really shouldering a lot of the attention here. I think it's probably helping Billy Joe relax and focus. And I think people are making a mistake if they're going to sleep on Billy Joe Saunders. Don't get me wrong. Canelo Alvarez is the best fighter in the world. And 
he deserves to be a decided favorite. But Billy Joe Saunders is not Callum Smith. He's a much better boxer. He's a tricky fighter. I think Billy Joe is going to give Canelo a good fight. That's my prediction. Yeah, I, and I'll get into my prediction. I just had one question before I, I got to that, Mike, and that is, you know, with Tyson Fury in town, and not only is he there, he actually went on Eddie Hearn's podcast, and they had a pretty uh, deep conversation on there. Is there any chance, is there speculation out there that Tyson Fury is in town because they're getting ready to announce Fury and Joshua on Saturday? What's your thoughts? Well, it's funny. Yeah, I, I have an interview with Eddie Hearn that we're going to toss to in a little bit here. Uh, for, on the podcast and I asked Eddie because Eddie claims that the fight could be announced as soon as tomorrow, Saturday. Mm. Um, I know they're looking at August 14th in Saudi Arabia and Riyadh and the deal is not quite done yet. I was told today, but could get done the next couple of days. Who knows? The day could change like we've said all along. I don't know yet for sure, but I asked Eddie, I said, Fury's here. Is Joshua going to be in town? He said, no, Joshua will not be in town. Okay. But, I, you know, we never know. You never know if he's playing close to the vest or if Fury's going to announce it himself or whatnot. But Fury, I asked Fury straight up, are you going to fight Joshua? And I said, you probably won't believe the fight is done until there's a signed contract, right? And he goes, no, I don't believe there's a fight is done until I'm in the ring. Uh, yes. So, but look, he's uh, he's chomping at the bit to get his hands on Joshua. And I just, I'm struck by how great Fury's spirit is. Cause we've all seen that Tyson can have good days and bad days. He's been very open about his mental yeah. health struggles and mm-hmm. he's all the way up right now. He's pumped. Yeah. And I think that that's what's at play. I mean, when you talk about the, the chances that Billy Joe Saunders has, I think they are connected to what you're talking about, that gypsy spirit. That is a real thing, Mike. I mean, we saw that in play when Tyson Fury basically destroyed Deontay Wilder. And I think that, you know, Billy Joe Saunders intended to shock the world as well against Canelo Alvarez. I guess I, I the way I see this fight, Mike, is that I think Billy Joe Saunders will have some or he'll have some good early rounds, probably from between one and five. My concern is that during that time, he may get caught by Canelo Alvarez. I think Canelo Alvarez has the ability to land one of those big punches that is going to hurt Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Joe Saunders is not going to be able to hurt Canelo Alvarez. And then as the fight goes on, I think Canelo Alvarez, I mean, he's so, you've talked to him. He's so certain that he's going to uh, be able to solve this guy and finish him by the ninth or 10th round. And that's that would be my pick. When I, I did a story earlier this week on The Athletic when we talked about the odds um, about who's going to win, and not only that, the odds for a, a late stoppage or a late knockout. And to pick Canelo by stoppage around 9, 10, 11, I think it's a damn good bet on the bet MGM odds if you want to look at that. I would say if you got to put a gun to my head and you say, like, what round specifically, I'm going to say Canelo by 10th round stoppage. But I think, look, I totally believe out of all the 168-pound fighters who are going to be fighting Canelo Alvarez, uh, within this calendar year that Billy Joe Saunders is going to give him the best fight of all. Billy Joe is a, is a really good fighter. I mean, he he gets dogs rightfully so because he fights down to the level of his opposition. We've seen him look shaky against guys like Akovov, and then we've seen him look spectacular against a guy like David Lemieux, who's a lot better. Now, obviously, yeah. Lemieux is not in the same league as Canelo Alvarez, but I think Billy Joe... Is gonna. I think he's actually gonna go the decision. I like him at that. Wow. I like Canelo at plus one forty via decision. I think okay. Billy Joe is gonna use all of that twenty two foot ring that he now has, and he's gonna dance around in there. And I think it's just important that he not stand and trade with Canelo Alvarez. We saw early on in that fight in December with Callum Smith. I think it was by round two. I noticed rope burn on Callum Smith's back. 
If I see Roper and I'm Billy Joe Saunders is back, he's in big trouble and he's not going the distance. Keep the fight in the middle of the ring. Keep the jab popping. Maybe try to throw some check hooks at Canelo Alvarez. But most importantly, just keep moving. Um, and Canelo Alvarez told us yesterday, it's important that he get the knockout. He's motivated to get the knockout. He said he does not like Billy Joe Saunders. And he's getting a little annoyed by everyone saying that he can't fight southpaws. Because we saw him struggle with Austin Trout and Arizona De Lara back in like 2013, 2014. He says, I'm a way better fighter now and I'm going to prove it with a knockout. Yeah, there's no doubt that he has made strides under Eddie Reynoso, but there's also no doubt that Billy Joe Saunders is a very gifted southpaw who's coming into this fight, treating it as the fight of his life. So he's going to be the best version of Billy Joe Saunders. I truly expect that. Um, you know, look, I, I think this is going to be the ultimate measuring test, Mike, right, uh, on Canelo about about those strides that he insists that he has made. And look, we, we've seen enough of him to know that he has become a far superior fighter. I think the, the real mystery is, you know, does that also translate to dealing with a left-hander? And I think that's all going to be revealed Saturday night at AT&T Stadium. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, this Tyson Fury has really helped make this, give that that big event fight feel and it's a really crazy fight scene here at the hotel. Um, all the Mexicans, all the Brits here. Uh, Eddie Reynoso had to be separated, I think, from, from Sounders' team yesterday. I mean, everyone's Is very right? fiery. It's great, though. I think Canelo needs this. I, I hate how, you know, have all these Brits that are like all happy-go-lucky, you know, happy to be here. Um, Billy Joe Saunders is not happy to be here. Billy Joe Saunders wants to win this fight badly. And I would pick Billy Joe Saunders over a lot of guys. I'd pick him over Gennady Golovkin, for example. Just mm. hard to pick him over Canelo Alvarez. But let's go on the record now. What is your pick? What rounds? What? I know you're picking Canelo. You going with the KO? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say Canelo by knockout in the tenth round, Mike. I mean that's gonna be my final pick. I'll I'll go with that one. What about you? You're gonna say decision. I'm gonna go with Canelo via decision, and I think Billy Joe is gonna win three or four rounds, and he's gonna have like you said a lot of success early on in the fight, where the fight maybe turns is around round five or. Round four, round five, round six. But I think Billy Joe is going to make a very good account of himself and make sure he gets another big fight. But now we are going to toss it to my interview with Eddie Hearn, who's going to talk about Canelo Alvarez, Billy Joe Saunders coming back from the dead after everyone wrote him off in the zone last year. And then his efforts to finalize this Anthony Joshua against Tyson Fury fight. So let's jump to that right now. All right, we're here with Eddie Hearn, man of the hour. You've broken the record now for the indoor attendance record. You're going to have probably 70,000. You're already at what, 65,000? Something like that, yeah, 66,000. Obviously, there are people out there chirping about COVID and all this. Yeah. But look, you're doing it safe. We're, yeah, I mean, we're we're, vac- we're, people you know, are vaccinated now. Yeah, we're, we're not uh, scientists. We're promoters. And when we are told that we can proceed, we proceed. And tremendous for the sport of boxing because all the eyes of the world will be on this fight. And uh, boxing did that, you know. So as proud as we are as a team to bring this fight, I'm also proud for boxing that we've actually got a real fight for people to talk about and to showcase. You know, you guys have done a, a ton of big events in the UK, you know, 90,000 plus in mm. Cardiff and Wembley, Joshua fights. But now you're doing a big fight in the US. Where does this rank for you? Well, this is one of the biggest fights I've ever done because Joshua Klitschko was 90,000, Frotch Groves was 80,000. Um, we've actually got the, the biggest indoor record in the U- in, in Britain as well and Europe with uh, 80,000, I think it was, or 75 for Parker uh, at the Millennium Stadium in Wales. Um, that atmosphere was incredible. I honestly think this atmosphere might top it all. Yeah. Because, you know, I remember being in San Antonio for the Callum Smith fight and what did we have, like 13,000? 
I was mad. You know, it was crazy. So Miami, the same, 15,000. Just 70,000 people. It's going to be absolutely nuts in there, and I can't wait. Do you think this is going to be the biggest event you've ever done, you'll be most proud of today? Probably, because, of course, coming off the back of the pandemic as well. Yeah, when you're firing on all cylinders and things are just going great, it's quite easy to just carry on the momentum. But this is kind of one where we've gone through that 14-month period of no crowds or, or few crowds and we come out the other side and also for us in the US you know you know we've been here for three years now you know we probably started a little bit slower than we expected um, the pandemic hit we've come throughout that we're now representing the pound for pound number one we're putting on the biggest fights in the US so it's a great look for us as well as a company this has to be especially gratifying for you because you know how many people were dancing on your grid yeah. last year <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you only stopped the payments yeah. or delayed payments whatever you want to call it and everyone's saying Eddie's done for Eddie yeah. couldn't make it in the US and now you have this yeah I'll, I'll make it clear as well now, the zone never stops any payments to us you know um, they're an outstanding partner um, so that, that, that stuff is, is really just people trying to as you said dance on the break I probably come in Mike a little bit on the loud side, you know. No I was trying you. to ruffle some feathers. It worked, but also it made the people that didn't like me dislike me even more and pray for my downfall. That also makes me more driven, and I knew we'd get there. And I'm not saying we're we're completely where we want to be, but you know we're pretty close. I think for the zone, the numbers this weekend around the world are going to be absolutely huge for them. They're in a great place, and um, onwards and upwards. This is kind of snuck up on at least me a little bit and a lot of boxing fans. But this Canelo Saunders fight, now that huge. I'm here, it feels huge. huge. It is. It's got to be the biggest Canelo fight easily since yeah. he fought Triple G in the rematch in yeah. September of 18, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For sure. I mean, globally as well. Don't forget, of course, the interest in the UK is, is, is just absolutely huge for this fight. Um, the US, the live crowd, the gate, everything. It's, it's, a, it's a monster event. And, you know, again, the timing is just perfect for everybody. You know, obviously this is a massive event, but an even bigger event would be Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua fight that you've been trying to get done for, it seems like, years now. Mm. How close are you at this moment? Well, I'd love to try and maybe announce on Saturday, but again, you know, we talked about that, and it's like, there's a lot of broadcasters that are involved that aren't involved this Saturday, so it's kind of like, oh, can you not do that? Maybe Tyson Fury will announce. Um, me and you have a $500, pound, a $500 bet, Dollar, yeah. which I'm going to take off you shortly, but you said once <laughs> yeah, they get in the ring. Once they get in the ring. You'll get yeah. an announcement soon, and then <laughs> if they get in the ring, um, it's been a lot of hard work, Mike, you know, but again, that I still done? comes back to like, Can people told me we couldn't do it or it wouldn't be done. And I haven't given up, and um, you know, whether it's Saturday or shortly after, good news very soon. Well, hey, we have Tyson Fury here supporting yeah, his buddy yeah, Billy yeah. Joe. Is Absolutely. Joshua coming in? No, no, you can't. Um, Tyson's been here for like a month training, right. so now with the waiver situation, they're sort of stopping people coming unless they're performing, so just Tyson this Saturday. There's a lot of shushing going on here, huh? What? A lot of shushing. I know. Well, I don't know why. I mean, it's a media room, but... It is a media know. room. Yeah, yeah. But, um, look, you have Canelo, Canelo Alvarez right now, the biggest star in boxing. Mm. You have Anthony Joshua, who's what the big, probably the biggest star in the UK. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're both toss up who's the biggest star in boxing. Of course, Canelo's drawing the US. So who is Eddie Hearn's favor now? Who's no, his favorite Anthony's, son? You know, Anthony's my, my boy. I've told Canelo that, you know, uh, I've, I've been with him for many, many years. But I, I'm a big fan of Canelo Alvarez. We've got a great working relationship. But, you know, Saturday, it's over to him. I've made the fight, made the best man win. Yeah, he dealt with a lot of nonsense this week with the ring, and mm. I'm sure Billy's just playing mind games. Yeah. So yeah, now it's going to be what, a 22-foot yeah, ring? Yeah, yeah. It was, I think it was part mind games, but also, you know, he wanted a 24-foot ring, which was quite ridiculous. <laughs> you know, we agreed on a 20, but then, you know, I just said, I have to give props to Canelo as well, because I said to him, look, you can stand your ground here. You know, Billy said, I'll fly home. He asked me to book his tickets. I actually believe him. A lot of people, no, he wouldn't. I said, Trust me. Really? You think yeah, so? Yeah, absolutely. Him and his dad would fly home. But I went to Canelo and I said, look, 
if you're bothered about this, stand your ground, you know. And, and he went, I, I could not care less. And I said, no, but, but that was good because even if you couldn't care less, a lot of ego sometimes in boxing, you know, might oh, go, yeah. no, no. And sometimes the fight falls through, so it was quite big of him. And I think part of him wanted Saunders to have no excuses. He said, no, let him have it. You know? So thank you for that. And, uh, you know, good luck to Billy Joe Saunders. He's in tremendous shape. He's had a great camp. This is his moment. Made the best man win. I mean, it looks like we're getting a Canelo Alvarez that's showing way more personality than I've ever that's seen. That's the key. That's the key. Because you can't just lock him away. You know, you have to make him feel comfortable in what he's doing. You have to showcase his English, which is outstanding. And certainly from a UK point of view, like his popularity's gone through the roof. And there he is. There he is right now. All right. All right, lastly, lastly, what's your prediction for Saturday? In terms of being a good fight, I know you're not going to say uh, Yeah, I think it'd be a great fight because I think Billy Joe Saunders is, you know, very clever, very cute, um, has tremendous skill. And kind of average pound for pound number one. I'm looking forward to seeing, I think, I think Canelo's excited to show his improvement since those fights. Let's step aside right now for a break. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, thanks again to Eddie Hearn for the time. Great as always. You can follow Eddie Hearn on Twitter and on Instagram, at Eddie Hearn. Lance, any final thoughts before we go? Look, Mike, I mean, I think that, you know, we were both there the night that Tyson Fury fought Deontay Wilder. And the fact that we're uh, sitting here now about 15 months later with boxing finally returning to the, the way it had been is very refreshing and uplifting. And obviously the fans are flocking. They want to see the return of boxing. They will get it Saturday night outside Dallas, and it's going to be a great night, you know, not just for Canelo Alvarez, as I'm picking, but I think it's great to have the sport back at this level, you know, with this record crowd in the U.S. Um, It's going to be sensational. Looking forward to watching it. We basically will get two boxing Super Bowls this year, hopefully if uh, Fury and Joshua take place, and this is the first of them. Absolutely, Lance. And earlier before I mentioned that 22-foot ring, I'd be remiss if I didn't really explain for anyone who doesn't know out there what happens. But Billy Joe Saunders, last couple of fights, 18-foot rings, kind of a smaller ring. A lot of times championship fights, I believe a 22-foot ring, 20-foot ring, it depends. But Billy Joe Saunders asked for a 24-foot ring, and he said he was going to fly home. And Eddie told me, and as you heard in the interview, that he believes that Billy Joe actually would have walked and left I don't believe that, but I think it was mind games. Whatever, whatever you have you will. Now Billy Joe gets his twenty-two foot ring after Eddie Hearn said to Canelo Alvarez, "Do you mind?" And Canelo said, "Nah, fuck it. I'm I'm still going to knock him out." So, props to Canelo for stand, not standing his ground and just you know getting on with the fight. He knows he doesn't need it, and we're going to see how much that ring really plays into it tomorrow. But I expect Billy Joe Saunders to try to use all of that ring, and I think it's going to be a really good fight. I think it's been a, it's been a fun promotion. Hopefully, the fight does deliver in the ring as I think it can, because the undercard certainly is not going to Lance. Oh, terrible undercard! You're absolutely right. But to go back to what you were just talking about, Mike, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, the mind games of the Gypsy King and Billy Joe Saunders, who has that Gypsy blood in him, that's what they want to do. They want to get under your skin, and for Canelo to go into savage mode and say "fuck it, bring it on," 
I mean, it speaks volumes about what we're going to get in the ring on Saturday night, in my opinion. Yeah, Lance, and two quick news points before we go. Some things I just got, uh, one, both things I got a couple of hours ago. One is Eddie Hearn is going to make an offer to top rank and Joe Smith Jr., a multi-million dollar offer for Joe Smith Jr. to defend his 175-pound title against Daniel Jacobs, who would move up Mm. from 168. Is that a fight that interests you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially when you've got that, you know, that kind of money in play. I mean, to see a very fired up Daniel Jacobs, I mean, I know, you know, against Chavez and the fight after that, it was, uh, you know, very lethargic, to be honest with you. But I think that if we've got a motivated Danny Jacobs and he's maybe working with Andre Rozier again, um, I'd love to see that fight. It's, it's that would step in front of the uh, a showdown with Ar- Arthur Beaterbeef, right? Yeah, it would if, if, if it gets done. It's going to be up to Joe Smith, obviously, but it sounds like Eddie Hearn's going to be offering more money than Joe Smith would make against Better Beef, that's for sure. But we'll see what happens there. I like the fight as well. I think, obviously, Daniel, Daniel Jacobs is the better fighter. I think the question is, is how does he handle the, the size and the power of Joe Smith, and what does he have left after that lethargic performance, as you put it, against Gabe Rosado? I think lethargic is probably generous of you, Lance. Um, <laughs> but... I think it is an interesting fight. Anytime you have a guy who's an established entity in Daniel Jacobs moving up, trying to become a two-time champ, a two-division champ, I think it's intriguing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, I mean, that division is is definitely alive, and you can say on fire. So um, to have uh, Dan, Danny involved in that, I think is a good thing. And again, I think he will be motivated and inspired, and that's going to be the the best version of Danny Jacobs is a, is a very good fighter. Absolutely. And the other thing is, I'm being told that the Andy Ruiz, Chris Ariola pay-per-view generated over 125,000 buys, that it could reach 150, but over 125. I think that's probably about what we expected. It's at least about, about what I expected, um, you know, for a fight that probably should not have been on pay-per-view, but had a, probably a, a solid price point of 49.95 and a decent enough undercard. And it ended up being a fun fight. You know, if I would have, I was there ringside, so were you. But if I yeah. would have bought the pay per view, I don't think I'd have that bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I mean, when I when it was first announced, Mike, I thought it was going to be a horrific number. But I think that boxing fans, the hardcore fans, as as we thought ourselves, once you started th- thinking about that matchup, you said, you know, like these are two sluggers. These guys are both going to be chasing that knockout. And even though one did not come, it was a very entertaining fight, especially in the first half. And to see Andy Ruiz. Uh, come back and and you know give a strong account of himself after what the way he was in Saudi Arabia. I think is a great thing for this uh, very stacked heavyweight division. Well, that's going to do it for today, everybody. Thanks again for joining us, and we will catch you next week. We're going to break down that Canelo Alvarez Billy Joe Saunders fight and much much more. See you next week. Yeah.